millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is 7 News with Sally Bowery. Good morning. The organisers of an anti-mask rally planned for Melbourne this weekend have been arrested as Victoria Police take a hardline approach on tough COVID restrictions. The city is now virtually locked down under stage four restrictions. Laurel Irving joins us live from Melbourne this morning. Good morning to you, Laurel. Another big number of COVID cases expected today. Good morning, Sally. We're hearing 451, although the Premier will confirm that in the next half hour. If that's the case, that means Victoria's recorded just over the past week more than 3,500 new COVID cases. And that's why, of course, we are seeing police take this really tough approach. Hundreds and hundreds of officers out on the streets now, supported by ADF personnel and other authorised officers, making sure that Victorians are following these new rules. And one of the key rules here is that we have to wear masks whenever we leave home and so they've arrested the two male organisers of an anti-mask rally that was planned for the CBD on Sunday uh, both 41 year old men they've been charged with incitement as well they've issued 196 fines over the past 24 hours that's their biggest day yet finding people who should have been at home or weren't wearing masks in public as you say Melbourne is now in Stage four restrictions virtually locked down. Our city streets are bizarrely empty. It's very quiet. Our only hope is that this will finally bring our COVID crisis under control and we'll stop seeing these huge numbers of cases every day. Sally? Let's hope so. OK, thanks for that. Laurel Irving there for us this morning. New South Wales has recorded 11 new cases of COVID-19 as the state scrambles to shut down its outbreaks. Amber Laidlow is in Sydney. Amber, have all those cases been linked? Sally, one case is now under investigation. It's a woman from southwest Sydney in her 60s, but the other 10 have been linked to known sources. One was acquired in Victoria and that person has been self-isolating. One case has been linked to the Apollo restaurant outbreak at Potts Point and the other are all, the other eight rather, are all close contacts of known infections. Almost a dozen venues across Sydney are now on high alert after it was confirmed they were visited by positive COVID-19 cases while those people were infectious, including the Jumbo Jumbo African restaurant in Glebe. The owner there saying he was shocked to learn he'd have to close his doors. I just couldn't believe it at all because uh, we, we follow all the health and regulation. We follow the rule. And uh, unfortunately, this has happened because we never expect this kind of things happen. 
This morning, health authorities have also confirmed that St Francis Xavier's College in Hamilton East will now be closed for deep cleaning and contact tracing is underway after a household contact of a previously reported case attended the school on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Today also marks day one that all Victorian travellers arriving at Sydney Airport will be forced into 14 days of hotel quarantine at their own expense, Sally. OK, thanks very much. Amber Laidler there. There are long queues of traffic at Tweed Heads as people rush to get across the Queensland border before the whole of New South Wales and the ACT become COVID hotspots. However, locals will be allowed to travel in a COVID bubble provided they have the proper paperwork. Bianca Stone explains. The clock is ticking and the race is on for Queenslanders to get home before that latest border closure takes effect. There are some delays at the border this morning. They are expected to get worse through the day. Police are saying people need to pack their patients and maybe a few snacks. We should see delays of up to an hour at some of the Gold Coast border checkpoints later today. Now we are getting some clarification on exactly how this latest border closure will work. Of course from 1am tomorrow morning all of New South Wales, Victoria and the ACT will become declared hotspots. For people living on the border in the Tweed Heads Shire, well, they will be allowed to travel to the Gold Coast for any reason whatsoever, but no further. So if you live at somewhere like Benora Point and work in Brisbane, you won't be able to do that. The Gold Coast people will also be able to travel through into Tweed Heads, but everyone will need one of the new border declaration passes. That is the X-Pass, and they should be available on the website later today. Hundreds of thousands more Australians will receive government support under new changes to the JobKeeper program. Live to Olivia Leaming in Canberra. Good morning to you, Olivia. Uh, more businesses will be able to apply. Yes, given the crisis in Victoria, the federal government is making it easier to access JobKeeper from the end of September when the rate is due to increase. Though not just for Victorians, but all Australians. Employers will only have to prove their revenue dropped at least 30% in the September quarter instead of the June quarter as well. And workers hired from July will be eligible instead of March. They are national changes increasing the cost of the program by $15 billion, with more than half a million more Victorians set to be on JobKeeper in coming months. The Treasurer, though, says the extra spending is necessary. Obviously, no one wants to be spending more money than you have to. And what we've always focused on is ensuring that the money is spent uh, appropriately and in a targeted way. And Olivia, what are we expecting from National Cabinet meeting, which is still underway? Well, top of the agenda is certainly the Victorian outbreak, the emergency response, as well as the impact on the national economy. The Prime Minister and the Premier is also discussing the crisis in Victorian nursing homes, the border closures announced this week, as well as the best way to share case data, how to protect freight drivers from coronavirus and economic reforms to boost jobs, among other issues, with the Prime Minister expected to hold a press conference later this afternoon. Sal? OK, thanks very much. Olivia Leeming there. International rescue teams, including members of the Australian Defence Force, are being deployed to Beirut to help Lebanon following the devastating chemical blast. The death toll has now reached more than 130 people, with at least 5,000 people injured. Hugh Whitfeld has more. Protests are nothing new in the Lebanese capital, but people are back out on the streets just days after the blast, furious at what they believe is a corrupt and inept government that allowed this tragedy to occur. People simply aren't even at the point where they can think of rebuilding, yet they are in survival mode. 
Three days on from the devastating blast, the cleanup begins in Beirut. The army called in to help reopen roads, but as the day went on, tensions rose. Residents in the worst hit area of the city gathered for an impromptu demonstration, demanding those responsible be held accountable. And at the port, <laughs> grieving families demanded the bodies of missing workers be recovered. The blast, the last straw for so many after years of government corruption. Tonight, as some protesters approached the parliament, the Lebanese army reportedly fired tear gas. Australian John Paul Rahan is still unable to comprehend how he escaped with his life. It's my blood here. It's all my blood. His home, one of 300,000 impacted. And I saw a white cloud coming here. And I flew all the way here. Russia is sending a mobile hospital along with emergency workers. Humanitarian aid and equipment is being sent from Turkey and a team of Italian firefighters touched down overnight. French President Emmanuel Macron pledged his support as he walked the streets of Beirut. To help as rapidly as we can, we brought drugs, direct aid, soldiers, doctors. We have to send food. They need materials to build. As the search for the missing continues, at this stage, Australia's Department of Foreign Affairs says there have been no reports of more Australian fatalities or serious injuries. The French president saying he won't be giving any money or aid or assistance to the Lebanese government unless it reforms its corrupt ways, saying instead he'll be helping Lebanese citizens directly. Police are appealing for public assistance following a string of armed robberies across Sydney's west last night. One of the robberies involved a thief threatening a customer with a machete. Andrew Denny has more. Well, good morning. It was at this supermarket here in Belmore last night that a customer endured what's fair to say was a pretty terrifying experience as a man went on a robbery spree across three suburbs. Cameras here recorded that customer waiting to be served when a thief ran up behind him and held a machete to his throat. He seems to have thought the customer worked there, dragging him behind the counter and demanding he open the till. Of course, the customer had no idea how to do that, so instead he stole the attendant's mobile phone and some tobacco and took off. The worker was in a back stockroom and on hearing the commotion, ran back to raise the alarm. I feel also sorry for my worker, but he's really what he, what he did is courageous, he's very brave. Now this was just one of three robberies the same man is suspected of carrying out last night. The first around 8pm when a 28-year-old woman was mugged by two men on Undercliff Road at Earlwood. Then around half an hour later, another store was robbed by a man at Campsie. Police want to track down the thief who was pictured in those security pictures, along with a second man described as being Caucasian in appearance, aged in his 20s, wearing a hoodie and khaki pants. Thank you, Andrew. A mother and baby are said to be doing well in a Sydney hospital after a dramatic birth by the side of one of Sydney's busiest motorways. Dad was forced to pull over onto the side of the M4 as they travelled to the hospital. A baby girl made her entrance into the world shortly afterwards, even before paramedics arrived. There's no word yet on a name for the rush hour delivery. The future of the powerful American gun lobby is in the crosshairs itself after a legal push to disband the polarising National Rifle Association. It's reignited the divisive gun debate in the middle of an election campaign. David Woywood has the latest. 
Good morning, Sally. Well, it was all about guns and God today in a heated day of campaigning. Wearing a mask and touring the knife-edge state of Ohio, President Trump was involved in a near-miss. The Ohio governor testing positive to COVID-19 just hours before the pair were due to meet. Our great governor, Governor of Ohio, DeWine, just tested positive just here. And we want to wish him the best. The same couldn't be said for his political rival, Joe Biden. The president intensified attacks on his opponent, describing Joe Biden as a reckless, godless radical. No religion, no anything. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. He's against God, he's against guns. The comments were sparked after the New York Attorney General moved to dissolve the powerful National Rifle Association amid allegations of corruption. Claims the gun lobby had misused $63 million in charitable and member dues to fund the lavish lifestyle of its executives. My office filed a lawsuit against the National Rifle Association to dissolve the organization in its entirety for years of self-dealing and illegal conduct. The NRA fired back, describing the legal push as a baseless, premeditated attack. It's now launched its own action. Familiar battle lines drawn and still 88 days to go until election day. Scientists at Oxford University are seeking permission to deliberately expose volunteers to coronavirus as a way of speeding up vaccine research. Volunteers will be given the vaccine candidate first and then what's known as a challenge trial. They'd be exposed to COVID-19 to see if their antibodies are able to fight off the virus. A lot of people feel very passionately that they should be and that the tiny risk is uh, worth it for the benefit of developing a vaccine or a drug faster. The normal process takes much longer and involves a placebo trial to determine rates of infection among people living normally in the community. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.